0: Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy Podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran.
1: Hello and welcome to another podcast with Justin Bennett. Today's podcast is titled Overweight Your Burn Rate. Now, we've talked about burn rate in the past before, but Justin, this is interesting because now you're, you're putting another spin on this. Tell, tell me where this uh, podcast idea came from.
0: Sure. I think the idea here, Matt, is people find themselves during the many years that they're working and growing families and growing businesses and growing wealth and they're creating this stream of income and their income year over year tends to trend upward so the point at which they started working to the point at which they finish working you know if they were to draw a line it tends to be an upward trending line so the idea is that you know wherever somebody may be during that you know over the course of that 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 phase Um, We try to help clients visualize and understand that as their income increases, it's very, very likely that so too does their desire to want to spend virtually 100% of that increase of income. So it becomes a very, very gradual effect. And it's sometimes, if not discussed and awareness brought to it. It becomes something that just ends up being a very, very unintended consequence. And so, what happens is, as somebody's income is trending up two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight percent year over year on average, there just becomes this natural gravitation to want to just spend it all. And so, what happens is, you know, you go through time and it could be a short amount of time, literally one to three years. And if you just do you know, an honest assessment more times than not like virtually 95% of the time, Matt, when we talk to clients about this, if they're truly being honest with themselves, they recognize that they're, they're spending all of the increase of the income and, and they're not saving any of the increase. And so therefore we, we point out that they're overweight on their burn rate.
1: That seems quite dangerous, right? I mean, uh, and by telling them that they're overweight on their burn rate, are you finding that that changes the behavior to not continuously increase their their quality of life uh, and to maybe take smaller increments?
0: So we don't tell anybody anything. We help people discover what is. And so when we are able to take that approach and just simply through a series of questions and discussions, start to put together factual information. You know, oftentimes the client is able to say, Ah, I see. Yes, I'm spending all of my increase in my income. So instead of us telling them, if we can help them self-discover it, they can then take ownership of it if they want, and then make the decision to either Change it or keep on the same path. So it's a it's a it's a very very favorable, comfortable, secure conversation. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want anybody to ever feel like if they're going to be confronted, then they never want to have the conversation. So I think how we do it is very very different than maybe the perception of. But um, I think the takeaway, Matt, quite frankly, is that uh, it's such a gradual thing over. A fairly long span of time, you know, often case ten to twenty, in some cases thirty years. That the gradualness of it, you know, doesn't isn't felt year over year, but rather it's felt when they get to the end of that time frame, and they look back, and things become very very clear. In fact, you know, hindsight becomes twenty twenty, and so what we tell our clients is that there's no rewind button once you're there. There's no redos. So let's get this right the first time. And so let's just, let's not, you know, have these conversations with the idea that we want people to sacrifice their current day lifestyle, right? Because that's, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Because I think someone could easily be listening, Matt, and be like, well, are you saying that I should compromise my current day lifestyle to save money in a nutshell? And that's definitely not the case.
1: You said something that I think is a huge differentiator, and I want to highlight it again, if you don't mind. Your background in interpersonal communication and the study that you have done with human behavior does show that if you can provide uh, an avenue so that clients discover, I love that word that you said, discover what is, when they own that they are much more likely to implement than if you issued an edict is that is that a clear or is that did i summarize that okay
0: i think you said it you said it very very nicely yes
1: okay so with all of that hindsight is 2020 20, and you try to get that covered on the front end what sort of um would you mind, and we, you and I haven't really done this before, uh, but would you mind maybe asking me some of the questions that you ask your clients in order to help them discover that? So, so our listeners can just see just a little under the hood of of Bennett Financial.
0: Sure. So we would start by saying, hey, Matt. You know, when you think about your month to month outflow of money, so the money that. Goes towards your mortgage, your property taxes, the cost to run your house, the groceries, um, you know, the the extracurricular activities for your children, the vacations, all of the more predictable and fixed expenses, if you will, we'll call that your burn rate. And if you were to just, you know, have a um, have a rough idea at a high level, on average, what do you think? What do you think on a month to month basis, Matt, your average burn rate works out to be three
1: to $4,000 easily.
0: Okay. You know, I find it to be the case that, uh, there's always a number that, uh, you know, that you, that you and my other clients may have, but we like to try to take a little bit of a deeper dive into that. So, you know, can you just help me understand kind of how you broke that down real quick and we can kind of just scribble down here on a piece of paper. Uh what makes up that three to four thousand dollars?
1: Yeah. So that, that would be I think you really hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, kids extracurriculars. And and honestly, it would be uh eating out. I know that might okay. sound like a lot of money, but yeah, we eat out a lot.
0: Okay. So that's that's two extracurricular and, and eating out. you know, what else makes up that three to four thousand dollars?
1: I probably see discretionary spending, like stupid stuff we buy. Sure. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Sure. Okay, sure. Okay. How about like, uh, I mean, where you where you own your home, do you have to pay property taxes even if it's on a quarterly basis? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so, what are those property taxes, if looked at monthly, work out to be?
1: Uh, probably two two thousand. Wow. Okay. So that's two thousand dollars. I obviously already undershot that that first number. Yeah. That's sure. two grand a, a a month. Yeah.
0: Now I think you had a relatively small mortgage balance yeah. in comparison to the fair market value of your house, which is great. But when you think about, you know, just the, the mortgage payment, so you, you know, you have that mortgage payment going out every month. What does what that mortgage payment principal and interest work out to be? Yeah.
1: Well, we've paid that down a whole bunch. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, that, that's only like 2250. So,
0: okay. So 2250, uh, plus the 2000 property taxes gives us to like 4,200, Plus the extracurricular activities for the kids, plus the the uh, eating out of uh, two to four thousand, so we're kind of closing in on eight to nine thousand dollars a month.
1: Yeah, so and that's so, double what I just told so, you at the beginning.
0: So what we'll do, Matt, is you can see we'll start to have these conversations, mm-hmm. and the number, the real number, ends up being much larger than the originally right. than the originally stated number. Yeah.
1: That's fantastic. I mean, so so the listeners can see right off the bat. I mean, I I was pretty confident just just to be honest. I was pretty confident in that number because I didn't look at it more closely. So, man, just just within less than 2 or 3 minutes. Yeah. We I and, need and, to yeah, overweight that to burn rate, right? Obviously
0: make you feel badly, oh, or no. feel bad or or disrupt or upset you or you know, no. the the point is as you can see because that was probably as close to a real life scenario. Yeah as we can get. I mean, the point is to help people self-discover and help Mm -hmm. them become educated. And once we get to a number, then we could say, okay, well we got the number and let's just for sake of conversation, say it's $10,000 a month. And then we say, okay, well we, we know what the, the household income was, whether it be one or two spouses working, right? And we know what the after tax number is on that, on that income. So what we simply do is we compare the after tax income, to that burn rate that we that we help the client figure out what is and then oftentimes you know there's there's a there's a delta there's a difference and the difference it tends to be positive and so therefore to me it suggests that there's capacity there's capacity to save and when we look back you know over the previous two or three years the capacity tends to be Greater and greater, but what happens is that rising capacity ends up getting eaten up by, you know, kind of the one-time things. Hey, I'm going to put a pool in the backyard. Hey, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to buy that third car. Uh, you know, hey, I'm going to, um, I'm going to buy that that ten thousand dollar watch that I've always wanted. So what tends to happen is this, this additional income that we can help clients determine what is gets eaten up by this propensity to consume this burn rate. And it's usually on bigger ticket items and it and it wipes it right out. So all we do is we then just say, okay, if we continued on this track, right, we can actually get a rough idea of what of what the end game is going to look like. So how much wealth will be there, you know, if we could just continue doing what we're doing. And we're never going to say, hey Matt, <laughs> you know, you and your wife need to totally compromise lifestyle and like you need to stop doing everything. And start eating ramen noodles and, and, uh, go on the early bird special. Like we, we won't say that to clients, right? Because that, that would kind of suggest that we're stepping into the judgment zone and we never step into the judgment zone. So, uh, but we're able to empower clients to then make a decision to say, okay, if you current, if you stay on the current track and this might be a good place for us to kind of, um, start to bring this conversation to a head for our listeners. But if you, if you stay on the current track, Matt, you know, what is to be expected is X, you know, a couple million bucks. And, you know, sometimes when you just take that couple million bucks or 3 million or 4 million or a million or whatever the number ends up being, and you take the after tax, after inflation value of that, it ends up being a lot lower than somebody otherwise expected. So then it comes back to the current day decision of, okay, every year when my income increases, the the conclusion that our clients typically say to me is, okay, I got it. What I want to do with my increasing income is I want to carve out a piece of it to be able to increase my burn rate, frankly, the way I live today. But I also simultaneously with some of that increase, I want to carve it out and earmark it towards savings for my future consumption. So there's this balance between living for today and living for tomorrow.
1: I think you just summed up that absolutely fantastic. Justin, thank you very much for uh, for your thoughts and, and taking me through that process today.
0: Thanks, Matt. Appreciate
1: it. Find out what is and I love that Justin said that discover what is just having him take me through that process by asking me questions in a judgment-free zone it made me more aware of what truly is my burn rate so today's podcast overweight your burn rate with Justin Bennett Uh, thank you all very much for listening if you haven't subscribed yet make sure you click that subscribe now button below and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon